tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey, Jay, what's up? Oh, feel it. I do, I feel it. Feel the drop yeah. kicks, getting the beat going. Uh-huh. I mean, it's kind of an old go-to, you know? Absolutely. Get riled up, you know? And, uh, you know, you have to get riled up when you talk about the New England Patriots, right? Every day. Every Welcome, weekend. one and all, to another edition of Patriots Rap 360. It's not really another edition. This is the first edition. We like to get going here and... Uh, the weeks between week six and week seven of the NFL season. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just, I mean, I was doing the Red Sox podcast. You know, I feel like maybe people are missing my dulcet tones for talking about sports. So I had to kind of just smooth it right into the Patriots show, you know? Yeah. I you mean, can understand that. They had a bye week, I guess. So, you know. Ah, I'm not missing too much. No. Only five weeks, right? We can catch it all up on. Alongside a former Colby jackass, Jason Shirella, <laughs> I'm Mike Conley. Aren't they the jackass? Yeah, well, you know, huh? the, we like to say mules. Mules. Mules are pipe. Mules. I, yeah, mules. Right. Very good. Um, Mike Conley, this is your weekly rudderless discussion on all things Patriots. Patriots Rap 360. Thanks for being with us all. You can find us on iTunes, YouTube, or at AfterBuzzTV.com. Uh, what's going on with so the Pats? I mean, we have to really get to the to, to the latest news that everybody's talking about, and that is: Does Coach Belichick have herpes, or, or what is that shit going on? In his you know, I'm glad you brought that yeah. up. <laughs> I, 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 it's kind of weird, right? Right. It's come out a few times. It's like it's not there necessarily every game, but maybe every third game. I mean, why not ask the question? Because I mean, he's not going to answer. All the questions you got written down on your notepad when you go in there. So why not throw them off base a little bit with a herpes question? I'm quite sure it's just a cut shaving or something. It doesn't look like a growth or anything, but it is like a cut. Yeah. Like right here on the and lip. And it's a little high, you know. It's like yeah. under his nose. It's not near his lips necessarily, yeah. maybe. Yeah. But I have noticed It's a little it. dicey. It is. It's a little dicey. But, hey. It doesn't you know, seem to bother Whatever the guy has to do in his personal life in order to keep winning football games, I'm, I'm all for it and I promote it yeah. entirely. Because the guys, did you read the uh, that Yahoo article a couple of days ago, Dan Wetzel, I think, um, about how Belichick intimidates the other coaches, and maybe that has something to do with Pagano pulling the bonehead move he did. Right. What I mean, basically, you're talking about the herpes, like maybe like just stay away. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we're going to put the herpes to bed. We're going to okay. get back to talking football. And what more to talk about is there in that Colts play than the bonehead play? Yeah. And why shouldn't Pagano get all the all the credit for that? Well, I mean, I think he kind of took it. I yeah. mean, begrudgingly though, it seemed. Yeah, I mean, he was kind of blaming it on the players. And sure, yeah, the players didn't do that because they didn't know what to do because the new guy was not in there the way he practiced it. That's on who to make sure the new guy knows what he's doing. On the coaching staff. I agree. Right? I agree. And It's a very well-paid position. And it was uh, it was ugly. I mean, they, they pretty much outsmarted themselves. And, you know, they thought 
they would come in with some trickery and pull it on the pass. But I mean, but I have to flip like, the scripts. I mean, what is Waylon doing? Is, I mean, at a certain point, he has to say to himself, like this. It's not going to work. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't hike the ball. Well, that's the thing, and it came out. And it's unbelievable how free with his mouth this uh, punt of Pat McAfee is. And, like, he's just totally yeah. dogging his always coach. Always has been. Oh, yeah, always has been. I love it. But um, so he's saying that originally it was supposed to be the safety, like, weathers or something. He got injured in the second quarter. He returned later in the game. But when they were doing that, Griff is his replacement in that position and didn't practice that particular thing he practiced them doing it like to try and get him no oh, he didn't even know like they put in like a, another addendum oh we're going to try and get him off sides or oh, 12 and then don't snap it at all but they told that to the first string special teams so then when it came to him he got all fouled up and so i mean it's things that don't happen on a bill belichick led ship i'll tell you that oh it's a tight ship and and and, and quite honestly that play in itself i think Potentially lost the game for the Colts. I mean, it, it, absolutely. I mean, they gave him the ball and they uh, they scored right off of that. They put him up by thirteen, I believe, at that point. Yep, absolutely. That put him up thirteen, and it was kind of like a one score game going back and forth. Really seesaw, you know, up until that point, and then like they just do that bonehead play, give the ball over the Pats, you know, at their thirty three short field, boom. Yeah, I mean, look, everyone, the, the Pats. Like you said, they run a tight ship, and, and you know, a couple weeks back, I think it was maybe after the Buffalo game or during the Buffalo game, uh, I, I thought this was pretty cool that the ref had said something to uh, Bill about him having the best sideline in the game in the in the in the NFL, and I thought to myself, like, now that is a, a remarkable uh, compliment because nothing more having a great sideline. Just spells discipline, right? And and to me that that just says everything about the Pats and what how they that separates them from every other team in the league. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, what did they mean by you have the nice sideline? Like nobody goes past the white, like it, they're on yeah, past every, the line. No and, one's yeah. crossing over. It's clean. It's you know everyone's disciplined on that sideline. Hey, okay, if you're not on the field, you're on the bench. Like yeah. only certain men up. Only certain people go so far. I mean, he, he keeps a tight sideline. He keeps a tight bench. Like, right. You know, like it's and it that's where success starts. Really, yeah. if you're asking me, and, and I think that. Um, you know, and, and of course, I think that was during the Buffalo game. And you look across the sideline, you got that gong show happening. Which, <laughs> you know, like they get all hyped up, and you know he's got the the animals running out the barn. Oh yeah, and put a ring around that circus. And they got a, they got a ton of penalties that game. Yeah. I mean, the, the Buffalo did. You know, I mean, just yeah. The Rex era not off to the best start up there. Oh, the, so, uh, I mean, three and three though. Yeah. The, I mean, think about where he came from. He came from the Jets. Everyone thought the Jets. We're going to be horrible this year. Yeah, and he goes to Buffalo, and everyone thought Buffalo was going to be, you know, a, a real contender this year. So he's left the Jets, gone to Buffalo, and they're doing worse than the Jets. I mean, this doesn't—it's <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. It's great. I mean, I, I just don't—I don't. Not good for sexy Rex. Sexy Rexy, you gotta love him. Oh man, but do you think there is any? I. I Totally agree with you that, you know, Belichick is obviously going to have a disciplined team. It's that upbringing he has being at the Naval Academy all these years when his dad coached there and all, what have you. And, um, you know, that discipline is in his blood. Obviously, a disciplined team is going to play better. You know, it's just it makes sense, you know. Um, but do you think there's anything to that credence that he's in other coaches' heads and stuff? I mean. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think 
I think we kind of saw that. I think you kind of uh, you're, you're kind of bringing that up because of the, the whole Pagano situation. I, I think that like honestly, going into that game, I think Pagano really tried to out game plan. Belichick and he out game planned himself in yeah, some ways. That's exactly what he said. And he said that, like, we had to be aggressive in all three phases of the game in order to beat this guy and all this stuff. Basically, telling your team that doing our normal program isn't going to be good enough, you know? We have to do something else. So he kind of got in his head. And, like, not only that, I mean, that was the most glaring and recent, um, recent, you know, example. But even, like, earlier in the year, like, that whole stuff with Tomlin and saying, like, about the headsets and be, oh, it always happens up here, you know? Mm-hmm. They bring up that in the Yahoo article. And he doesn't say boo when there's that clock malfunction and mm-hmm. he gets a win in San Diego. He doesn't say anything, oh, I'm not looking for answers, all that stuff. So there is, there could be something to it. And I mean, sure, that's awesome. That's, that's NFL warfare. That's the mind game that goes along with being a coach, you know? He's like, of course, that's, that's what I do. That's my intent. Why right. not, you know? Oh, I love the guy. He can go, Lick toilet seats at a rest area anytime he wants. Well, you know, I, 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 one of my favorite parts uh, of that indie game was the shot of Grigson up in the in the booth there, up in his suite, and it just I don't know the GM right? The yeah, the GM, GM, the GM, and you know the shot of him, he it was he was there by himself. There was no one next to him, and he was just there all alone. And I just thought, and, and you know, they basically said, "Here's the guy." That you know blew the whistle on on the balls being under deflate. Yeah. So I'm looking at the shot, just being like, yeah, there he is. There's the guy all by himself, no friends, you know. And I say, <laughs> like, really, like, that's that's what you want to do is like you're gonna. That's how you're gonna try to win this game is talk about a one psi, you know. Yeah. I mean, this, this guy, I, I say to myself, like, he couldn't have grown up playing street hockey, and like, you know. Against a team that maybe the kid has an illegal stick. Yeah. He went home and told mom. Yeah. Mom showed up the next day at the street hockey game. <laughs> you know? And that's who I saw when I looked at that shot in the press box. Yeah. That's, that's who I saw. He took his PVC net and he went home. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, He yeah. did. Oh, you boy. Know? I hate those guys. Nah. I mean, yeah. He has a curvy stick and go out there and beat him the next day. You yeah. Know? Keep your mouth shut. Let's go. Yeah. Well, the balls are undeflated. <laughs> yeah, I mean he lost forty-five to seven. I mean, Tom Brady could be throwing bricks, and they still would have won by two touchdowns. It's true that. Yeah. True that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many times I had to hold myself in the offseason from slapping somebody across the face that brought up the flake. You know. Just, well, I'll be honest. I thought I thought there would be a lot more talk about that leading into the Colts game. Yeah, I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't think the the media didn't really pounce on it. Maybe, I, and I was I was obviously relieved. Yes. And you know who we have to thank for that? Who do we have? Double B, baby. Double B? Well, Belichick and Brady. Just just ignoring it. Just ignoring it and staying the course. They do. You know, it. not on to Cincinnati, but just like, oh, we focus on the on the game at hand. Yeah. Because somebody asked him in his like, thing the other day, like the comparisons of this team to the 07 team. Like, the 07 team. I, I'm, I'm like almost rooting for a loss. Versus the Jets this week, oh, so God. we can put this whole 07 thing to bed and this whole undefeated thing. Yeah. It's gonna, because if they get by the Jets, they have a schedule that shapes up pretty pretty good until they I, meet the Jets again. Yeah, I, I see that. And, and so. you know, going into the season, I didn't think that this Jets game was going to be as tough as I am now seeing it to right, be. Right, like that's a pretty good team, and they got a good defense. 
and it's going to be number one rated defense in the league. So it's going to be a great test. First, the top rated offense. I'm psyched. I'm psyched. Uh, let's come back to that in a little bit. You know, we just want to put uh, this this Colts game to bed a little bit, and you know, because this is our first show out of the gate, we, you know, we talk about anything we obviously didn't talk about before in previous shows. But who's who's impressing you in this early season, Jay? You know, somebody that maybe you didn't know about who's really busted on the scene, or somebody you didn't think was quite a player before, and really just opening your eyes. Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, we could start with Dion Lewis. I mean, the guy's yeah. incredible. And to think, like, wow, this guy didn't really have, hasn't had a chance really in the NFL. And to, to see how quick he is. I mean, the cuts he makes, mm-hmm. I mean, it's – it's pretty impressive. I'm just a little concerned of how long he's going to last. Durability. Yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah, he sure has been impressive. And, and um, you know, Malcolm Butler. I, yeah. I mean, pretty impressive. Like, he went from basically obscurity to Super Bowl ears, hero. Su- Super Bowl <laughs> hero with the interception to now, like, the shutdown corner. Like, right. uh, that doesn't that doesn't happen every day like and and he's really taken that role and run with it mm-hmm. and he owns it and he he owns it he he's he's got the swag yeah i i've been real impressed with that i, I you'd have to say coming into um the season like the big the two biggest question marks were going to be the defensive backfield and probably the offensive line most specifically the interior offensive line um Especially with Stork getting hurt in preseason, you know, I think he's just, coming back, right? Yeah, well, he was at practice today, yep. which was lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's not available till week nine because he's on that IR, short-term IR designated to return. So week nine is the earliest we'll see him. So that's great. But yeah, a guy like David Andrews in this early season yeah. has really yeah. impressed me. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like, oh, and I'm so stu- and like Klein and Shaq Mason and you know Jackson when he's in there. The, these guys, are, these guys are great. They said during the telecast the other day that Shaq Mason is the most athletic offensive guard yeah. that uh, McDaniel's has ever coached. Yeah, McDaniel's is really pretty hyped up on this guy, yeah. and uh, it, it, you know, like yeah, they say he's got some of the best balance on the line, and and uh, he can blow holes open for uh, uh, for Mister uh, Blunt. Mister Blunt, who who doesn't really need any help usually. No, Blunt force trauma to your head. But what do you think about uh, depth? Though, like, I feel like we. I, I don't even think. Up? Eh, I'm just saying that Colts game, we got there's some injuries. Yeah, and it started to you know make me a little bit nervous, and I started to think about some of the depth that we do have. And to me, running back, yeah, I mean, what, I mean, yeah, we got Bolden, James White, but uh, you know, yeah, but no. none, none of those names really blow your skirt up. No, they, they don't, and uh, and and. You know, like De- Deion Lewis is great, and you know he look he fumbled what two two or three times early in the first couple of weeks. Right, but we have no depth where we can just bench him, teach him a lesson. Yeah, you know, I got used to that. Yeah, I got used to that. You know, you drop the ball, you go to the bench. That did not happen, and we haven't seen that not happen in some years. Yeah, well, I mean, that seemed like that always happened to one guy, and that one guy was Stephen Ridley. Right. <laughs> well, I, I did it. Did it not happen to Jonas Gray though last year? Well, or maybe that was maybe. just because he slept in. He slept in. Yeah. That's not meaning. So after getting four touchdowns versus these very same Colts, he went ahead and uh, you know he deserved the, the extra nap, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, get, uh, enjoy your bus ticket out of town. Yeah. But uh, eventually. Yeah. But uh, he's with the Dolphins, I think nowadays. Yeah. 
But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't worry about death too much at the running back position. I mean, there's always kids that are going to willing to be running the ball because it used to be a glamour position. Now, not so much. It's just they run you out, get your, you know, um, 3,000 carries or whatever you're going to have in your career and send you along your way. Maybe maybe it's not 3,000. Maybe it's more like 2,000. But um, So I don't really worry about that. Even, like, going through the draft, I don't even like spending picks on running backs and i don't think really he does either you know belichick it's just you you got to get offensive linemen you got to get defensive linemen and maybe corners and all the others he can find value out there and a quarterback obviously and all all the others you could you find out there in in free agency i mean look like he's he's always he's always patchworked that defense that's for sure mm -hmm. i mean uh i mean coming into the i mean every year we we start off and we always question the defense and by week 11 we're like this defense is great, right. you know, and like every year you you know we always let go of our best corner. I mean, it, uh, it's it's just every year, and, you, and we all like oh freak out, and somehow it you know we recover and, and everything's fine. So I, I I you know and Bill we trust, yeah, you know indeed indeed and Bill we trust, and it, it was kind of like. Not shocking, but, you know, uh, a little unnerving to lose your top two cornerbacks. And you're like, that was kind of how you played defense last year. You had two lockdown corners so you can afford to play with all the rest of your pieces. And just like, you know, now it seems we have to rely on, you know, generating a pass rush so those guys don't have to cover that long. Now, the pass rush has been there sometimes, and it hasn't been there. I think some of the sacks they got the other day were actually coverage sacks because the D-backs were doing good. So I want to see more out of the, mm-hmm. the the pass rush. I think the corners are really showing themselves. And, you know, you, you talk about that issue with depth and being alarmed about it at running back, but obviously where I'm alarmed about it is, is, well, linebacker somewhat. You know, I mean, the other day they were mostly a nickel the other day they had Harmon in there playing yeah. a lot and only playing with two linebackers mayo was like i don't know if they're bringing him back slowly or whatever but out of like 80 defensive snaps he played like 22 he was splitting time with jonathan freeney you know mm-hmm. and like collins is in there the whole time sure right but they played a lot of nickel out of respect to freeney they wanted to got him with the safety and stuff so that's why Harmon was in there but i also think linebacker is a position where you can find value kind of whenever you want it i mean that's why like they pick up that guy bostick mm-hmm. mostly a special teamer but so wasn't freeney now he's getting integrated in the defense yeah i mean bb great defensive mind so he's gonna like get more out of these kids than they ever have before he's gonna be the best defensive coach they've ever had so they're gonna like tap into like Strengths they didn't even know was strengths and yeah. he, until he brought it out in them. So uh, I mean, I love the Japal shared pickup, you mm-hmm. know. So there's always in the off season, there's guys out there whose teams, you know, due to salary cap restraints, you know, mismanaging their money, they can't get these guys that maybe they do want back in the fold. And that's when BB comes and pluck, yes, you know, because that Jabal shared is an absolute pluck. Right, he's in a monster. Oh, speaking so of, he uh, got hurt the other day. Yeah, I, I think it's minor. They're saying minor. 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 So, but I think he might have been out of practice today. But, uh, you know, it's here on one of my papers. Yeah, I know. But I think that I don't think it's a, uh, a it major concern. Major. Which I think, what's, what about Slater? I mean, that's been real hush-hush. They haven't really said anything. Really, they, what? what you Slater got? was at practice today. He was, yes. but he didn't practice. Limited practice. He was running some drills and stuff. Which is great. Great. Because I, I didn't even know if he was going to be walking. Right. He was lifted off the field the other day yeah. by his teammates. Right. was on crutches post-game. It was a knee thing. It was... A little scary. A little scary. You know, I mean, I, to me, that guy is a little bit. Yeah, he's the heart. He's a little bit of the heart of the team. Yeah. You know? And that, you, that 
it's overused all the time, mostly in basketball, but that coach on the floor, the coach on the field, definitely Matthew Slater, you know, for that special teams unit. Yes. And uh, speaking of uh, other impressive plays, because you just were talking about... Uh, uh, special teams? No, Jamie Collins. Oh. I mean, he's been a beast. 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 I mean, the guy is just a physical freak. Yeah. You know? That I was mean, a pretty impressive leap, eh? The block. Very nice leap. And, like, if his teammate if he touches his teammates, boom, that's a flag. Right. So, no, I'm just an athletic yeah. freak who can leap over, you know, small cars. I'm going to just leap over this line. You know, I, it's, I think it was an interview. Excellent scouting by BB again. He noticed they were low. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that that's part of the the, the, the play, right. if, if you will. I think that it's designed to get him low so he can come over the top, which to me in some ways I felt like, you know, you do that once, it's not going to be as easy to do again. I'm not quite sure we needed to do it there. Well, I actually think that maybe we did because if he hits that extra point, then the the, the Pats are up six. Nah, I know, I know, you know, I know. Instead of seven, it's know? true. So I I'll know you weren't really focusing on that. You were focusing on more on covering nine and a half or eight and a half or whatever it was. Yeah. Are you are you over that now? I, I mean, I moved on. Uh, how are the Pats doing this year against the spread? Uh, you know, that was the first time. I, I usually don't do that. Oh, of course. Okay. For entertainment purposes only. Yeah, I try to stay away from the home team, Pats. Of course. So, of course. Um, you know, because it, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth when you win. You're like, could you really just got a couple more points out of there? Did they have? Did you? Did you have to let the Colts drive down the field and score that touchdown? You know. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah. You know. I, I, so. Uh, let that be a lesson. I'm, I, 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 it won't happen again. Right, right. That, that's it. I'll move forward. There you go. All right. To finally put maybe a period on my point, uh, it's not so much the linebackers I'm worried about, but the depth at cornerback is, a, uh, you know, a little, a little worrisome uh, now with all, all the guys we kind of brought in, in the offseason going down and uh, what's his name going on IR. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Terrell other, Brown. Yeah, Terrell Brown. So. Um, it's it's looking pretty thin, but you know another guy who I've never really been a big fan of, but is really winning me over these last couple of weeks, Logan Ryan. Yes, you know obviously the two pick game uh, last week was Dallas that kind of was like showed, but I really yesterday I mean Sunday he had a good game. Yeah, you know, I was really impressed with him, and like even that that Hilton touchdown, his coverage was decent on that, and and was the, the coverage was decent from Malcolm too on. Uh, on the first touchdown, on Moncrief's touchdown. And Moncrief kind of hit him in the yes. face. Yeah. You know, that Chandler, you know, uh, that offensive P.I. he got later in the game because he hit the dude that's in the right. face. That's right. That's right. That's a little bit of, uh, you know, because of a big guy. It's a, it's a little bit of discrimination against the big guy. Right. You know? But, a, you know, Moncrief's no, no small guy either. He hits a little. What about Malcolm's uh, matchup this week? Uh, well, he's about five ten, and he's going up against like the six four, six five uh, well, behemoth Brandon Marshall. Yeah, I mean, uh, how how big how tall how big is uh, Antonio Brown? Oh, Antonio Brown's only like six feet. Yeah, um, but yeah, he's I mean, a speedster. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Malcolm, he's he's definitely I, I, like I was saying to you during that game. You know, that is a little bit of concern once he loses. He gets a little bit older. He loses a little bit of that athleticism. I, I, I think it's going to be good him night. Looking for work. Yeah, he'll be yeah, looking for he's work. He's going to go back and work at Circuit City or wherever right. he was working before. But we you know, him. by the way, if you're worried about the depth of the cornerback yeah. position, well, 
We could just stick Edelman back there again. Didn't he play that, you know, a couple years back? <laughs> bring Troy Brown out. Yeah, time. bring Troy Brown. You know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, so once Butler and Ro- uh, Logan Ryan go down, then it's like newly acquired yeah. Rashawn Melvin and undrafted free agent Justin Coleman backing them up. So that's a little bit scary. Um, you know, I guess McCordy having some good cover skills, being a former, uh, you know, cornerback, he was covering some guys the other day. That's gives you a little bit of versatility, but that, that's a little bit scary. But I also think, you know, like I'm saying before, he can get defensive players, you know, yeah. he, he, but corners are a lot tougher to find than linebackers. There's no doubt about that. But, uh, also where we're having some death issues is offensive tackle. Obviously soldier gone for the year. That alarmed me maybe a little bit more than alarmed you. You're not a big Soldier fan, right? Uh, no. I mean, I have t- I've had a tough time with him. Yeah. I, I, I I don't know why. I just I feel like I feel like, I feel like he gets beat a lot. Of, you know, he doesn't strike me as somebody that has that hard edge. You yes, know? exactly. Like, which is what you need out of that left tackle spot. I think you know somebody who's real, real asshole. You know. And uh, but he he seems like too nice a guy to play that so I don't know what yeah so so what happened the other day is once he got hurt Cannon goes in obviously Cannon starts the left tackle and then uh, so we think we're all set there and then he messes up his toe so again, he's out again not that t- big an injury hopefully. not that big of an injury that's what they saying I don't know but what do we know he could be out this week yeah he could be but what's his name came in and did pretty good Fleming. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that was good. Um, Seabass moves over to left tackle. Insert old boy Fleming at uh, right tackle. He, he he made a pretty good account of himself. He played pretty well. Yeah. And uh, I feel like Brady did a uh, abnormally. He, usually he gets that bo- the ball off pretty quick. Yes. But he, he That's going to have to continue. Yeah, it's definitely going to have to continue. But mm-hmm. I feel like he found he was a little bit more mobile maybe in that Colts game, I thought. You know, this. The thing that, I mean, this guy is such a perfectionist, and I think he works on things in the offseason and comes in improved every year at something or other. I His footwork and his ability to sense and feel the uh, rush seems to improve every year. Yeah. You know? Yes. And, and he, I, I understand. Yeah. The the one in particular I think what you might be talking about is when he kind of, he shuffles up in the pocket very mm-hmm. good without watching the rush. Yep. But this was one where he had to, like, break out on the right side That's and right. hit, hit uh, Blanc. Yes. For that receiver. That's right. That was nice. Yes. That I, was nice. A little throw on the run. Yeah. And, and Boom. I, and I feel like he's had to – he had – in that game he had to move a little bit more than usual. And – but – you know, it's like you said, he has this sense of where people are, and he knows when to go down, when he needs to go down. And I think it was Randy Moss said to him early in the season, like, he told me, he said, Tom, I, I feel like the game's really slowed down for you. And, and it really, if, if, if we, when I'm watching it, it, it seems like that. Like, he, he just, he's very calm. He moves in, he moves out. It's, yeah. He's on fire right now. This year, he's he, he, well, he, well. Listen, yeah. he can say what he wants. He's saying all the poli- politically correct things. There, we media. know, we know, we know. We, I mean, we saw it at the end of Spygate, and this is even worse than that because he's singled out. Yes. So there is a vendetta. Yes. There is no doubt. B is for vendetta. Yeah. B is for vendetta. <laughs> and and, and, and uh, tell me this though, don't you think that this season is one of the most exciting seasons? I, for me, it is. I mean, I've been a Pats fan my whole life. My dad used to take me when they were terrible. We'd go buy tickets to the windows, sit oh, yeah. in the front row, and watch every Friday. Go you, Millen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now, um, I feel like even like that Super, the first Super Bowl, 
even that year, like, there was excitement. But, like, you got to remember, it was, you know, we were, we were rolling with uh, Drew. And it wasn't until he got hurt, then Tom came in. And then all of a sudden it was like, wait, what's going on? And you got excited and you're like, oh, my, we won the Super Bowl. It, just, it happened like that. Yeah. And, and, this, and this year, it's like, you know, you know, you have the Super Bowls. You almost get used to it a yeah. little bit. Sorry. But yeah. it, this we're, year. We're spoiled fans now. Yeah, we are kind of spoiled. Very much. But this year, there's that renewed, like, passion or something. Like, yeah. it, it's like every game I feel like I'm on the edge of my seat because I want to win. Yeah. Every game right every single game just and so I, brady can get vindicated yeah, yeah. just every single time and, and it's so that whole it's just made this season uh, just really refreshing yeah. it's just like oh this is a good one i'm, I'm really excited right from the from week one jump street yep oh yeah it, so it's fun it's been real fun and tom is you you know like you said he's He's like, yeah, it's all. He, I mean, he's skipping the interviews at the end of the games right now. Yeah. He's basically like, nah, I'm done. Oh, did he skip it? I thought he did a post game. No, he left. He didn't do he the. Did it the following morning or something? He or? didn't do the. He, they wanted to do a post game interview with him on NBC. Oh, gotcha. Oh, yeah, he's not doing. He much. was like, no, and he didn't do the, it. Like, podium? Did he do podium though? I think. Oh yeah, he just press. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he does. He didn't do the the TV, the national TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, interview, and he's basically, you know, and they ask him about it, and and he says, "Oh, you know, I just, you know, I want the uh, the other guys that, you know, I've had, I've had plenty of time, I've been in great, unique positions, and I've got to enjoy this limelight. I want some of the other guys to enjoy it." What a selfless attitude! Yeah, really. What a, I mean, just when you think that guy can't be any more of a gentleman, <laughs> he goes ahead and proves you wrong. That's right. You know. Oh wow! And even asked him about his dad because his dad said, "Oh, I hope they put up 60. On the Colts. Oh, yeah. And, and you know what he Because so the true passion, you have to get through his dad, not hit Tom. Yeah, yeah, but Tom yeah. will then back him up and say, yeah, no, well, you know, we want to score 60 every game. Yeah. 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 Okay. This guy is so good. He yeah. just has the blueprint on how to do it. You know, all in all, though, I think you know, you got to tip your hat to the Colts. I mean, if they didn't have their coach on the sideline, they might have won that game. I oh, mean, wow. <laughs> Wow, and they play very spirited. I mean, for for a team that has actually got the ball run down their throat the last like four times we played them, they're pretty, they pretty. I mean, Blount got Blount had uh, ninety three yards rushing, you know, on sixteen carries, five point eight. That sounds pretty good, but that long TD run of thirty eight. Yeah, if you knock that off, they're pretty stout. So th- those moves they made, bringing in the Stanford guys at D tackle. Um, you know, Parry and Anderson and stuff, they, they they look like they've gotten more stout on defense. So, But there is that uh, Belichick over Pagano uh, chip yeah. you know, I mean, the, the, advantage the, the we Colts, always have. The, the defense, they, they, they look good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, I, was, I was impressed. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. it, they kept it close. <laughs> good job, Colts. <laughs> Buck up, little campers. Adi obviously played better in the second half, you know, only giving up six points in the second half. I thought they we looked a little soft in that area, right, in the middle area a little bit um, because of Hightower's absence, you know. So I'd like to get him back. Uh, also a nice day for Danny Amendola, 105 yards receiving yes. on seven catches. He had some big catches. Yes, and I, you know, I've, I've been kind of waiting for that game, and I thought it was – you know, would have been last week's game, but he had a couple of big long passes that were called back, uh, courtesy of um, Edelman. I think he was like offside or holding. Or Edelman something. had a sick block on one of his catches, though. It was like a third and seventeen in uh, the fourth, I think, or the third, and uh, 
they were driving down and um or may, I think it was maybe right before the half and uh he converted that so that ended up getting three but the, the sick block yeah, Edelman had a few drops, though, didn't he, against that Colts team? He did. Well, he messed up on his touchdown catch. He messed up his finger. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so then he had the biggest one being that pick six that bounced right off his hand. He tipped it right in the guy's hand. And Brady, that's what Brady's only pick of the season. I know. He's 14 touchdowns, one pick. Right. Uh, I hope he ends up, you know, 44-1. and one. And that's the one thing. And he can have something to, you know, joke with him on the uh, swan boats about or the duck boats, you know. Oh, a little presumptuous? <laughs> a little too early? I think so. I'm going to get back to my Belichickian fan fandom, and I'm just concentrating on one team, Jay. And that team is the New York Jets. Let's talk a little bit about the New York Jets. This isn't your grandmother's Jets. This isn't your Rex's Jets anymore. Todd Bowles has come in there, defensive mastermind. He's got them playing great. Top-rated defense in the league right now. We're going in. You know, Pats are undefeated. That sounds all well and good, but let me just throw this stat at you. Tom Brady, total QBR rating 73.2. That's put him sixth in the league. Standing at fifth at 76.6, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yes. Of the New York Jets. Well, you know, I think there might be an investigation right now on Bowles because I think he may have paid uh, that guy to... to, to slug old, uh, what's his name, I, Gino? He, I'm not that saying kid's, it, That I, kid's the MVP so far of the Jets season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I think you're right. As soon as that happened... I, I knew the Jets were a better team. Oh yeah, I mean, no question. Uh, he's. Uh, it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a tough game, and uh, I don't have a whole lot of confidence. Wow. I'm. You know, I'm always air on the side of being uneasy. Yeah, it's, I, to let me, the Pats put it at ease. It's. A, it's. It, you know, it's a rival game. It's a division game. It's. You know the. You tend to you lose one of those every year, mm-hmm. you know, and it's always you know you, maybe it's Buffalo, maybe it's Miami. This year, I just hope it's not the Jets, right? Because coming into the season, I was like, "Whoa, Miami!" You know, yeah. it seems like their quarterback's getting good. They just totally bolstered their defensive line with the stud, but they have like three sacks on the season or something. I mean, it's unbelievable. I had the Jets in last place. Yeah, I, I with Geno Smith in there, I was like six and ten. They're yeah. lucky. Yeah, exactly. You know, and now and, they're out to four and one. Yeah, I mean, they win this game. They're tied in first. It's insane. They're in first, actually. They'll be in first over the bat. So. I like that Todd Bowles. You know why? Big tuna coaching tree. So he's got that same, like, I'm going to be wicked low-key in the thing, complimentary of the other team. It's like, finally, some of these AL, AFC East teams are catching on, that th- this is the blueprint in order to win. I mean, well, Buffalo the didn't Jets, catch on. Thank God. They just, yeah, they didn't catch on. Thank God. <laughs> they took the same blowhard that blew up the Jets for like six years. I love it. <laughs> well, so what's going great. on in I Miami? I love having Rex in the division still. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they got that dude making them primates again. Oh, Dan he's the youngest, youngest, what, coach in the, in the league right now, Also right? Parcells' coaching tree, you know. He played for Parcells, you know. Right. But, yeah, I mean, he seems to have got him, got him uh, playing spirited ball down there. We'll see. But uh, focusing on the Jets, what scares you in particular of them? Anything like, like, I mean, it's got to be the defense. Yeah, it's obviously the defense. So to me, as long as I think that I think the Pats can handle any defense in the league. I, I mean, are they gonna? You know, will Tom throw a pick here? I mean, are they gonna throw up uh, sixty points? No, but I think that you know they score twenty four. 
Right. Uh, and, and to me, I think our defense, Pat's defense, can handle the Jets' offense. The, the Jets' offense, is a, it, it's a managing offense. Right. And if we can just disrupt them and stop Ivory, I mean, I, I think Ivory's... I, Ivory's been a beast so far. <sighs> and Frank Gore looked pretty good this past weekend running the football. First, the interior of our line. Well, yeah, I mean, we saw it in week one with Pittsburgh. They just tore up yeah. the the line. But, I mean, that kind of goes to how the Pats have been the past few years. Like that bend but don't break. That's right. You know, I kind of thought about that on the first drive the other night. Oh, this is that bend but don't break holding the three. And then eventually the Colts punched it in. But even still, I was like, at least they're making them drive the field. And they're not giving up big plays. You know, let them get those 8 or 10-yard runs. Don't let them get a 25-yard bomb, you know, because you're putting 8 in the box. Yeah, I mean, I've, I I haven't really watched the Jets this year, mm-hmm. only because they kind of crept up on me. I didn't really I didn't really have them on my radar at all this year. And, and so to me, you know, now staring at them, I'm like, okay, well, I'm very interested to see what this game is going to show, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, they had to be on your radar somewhat. I mean, they took our Super Bowl winning cornerback, you know, and, uh, you know, they, they look pretty tough. I mean, they're kind of employing that same defense where they have Kermati on one side, you know, they have uh, uh, Revis on the other. They have a good uh, slot corner and bust the screen, and then they just throw a bunch of blitzes at you, you know, and you have all those other players to play with because you have these lockdown guys. Right. So I'm a little bit, this will be a big test for that interior offensive line of the Patriots because you know they're going to try and get, because that's all we've been seeing is like you have yeah. edge rushes, boom, they form a pocket, he steps up, but you get that pressure right up in the middle of Brady's face. That's the only way you can get to this guy, you know. And who, who do you anticipate having, who's going to have to come through? Um... It's going to be, I mean, when I look at, at Gronk, Gronk's got to have a big game because they don't have an answer for him. I mean, he was pretty silent yeah. last week, wasn't he? He was. I mean, they played a lot. It seems like they were trying to take him out of it. They played a lot of zone in the in the first half. And then it uh, seems like they got into more man-to-man in the second half. And that's when uh, yeah. the beast came alive. Yeah. He had those three catches and 50 yards right there, like the first half of the third quarter. And I mean, I just, it just give me one of those a week where he just catches something in the open field and just uses his tree trunk right. of a friggin' arm to stiff arm some dude into the, into it, the turf. It, it, it's I mean, unbelievable. It kind of looks I like a it. high school kid playing Pop Warner. It, it really times. is. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. It's that kid like, okay, he's too big. He can't carry the ball. Right. He can, you know, he's a D-tackle. Right. You know, D-tackle, O-tackle. He can't it's carry like the ball. It's like that dad playing with a bunch of kids, and you're like, why is that dad being so rough on the kids? <laughs> Right, <laughs> you know that Thanksgiving game we used to play. Yeah, you're like, wow, take it easy, Dad. Yeah, all right, <laughs> scrimmage hero. <laughs> but uh, all right, yeah. So just today in practice, uh, not participating. Marcus Cannon with that toe. Yeah, Rufus Johnson, Shaq Mason with a knee. Hopefully that gets better because he played the other day. Yeah. Uh, Jabal shared is an ankle, so they did not participate. It limited participation. Hightower, Klein, Dion Lewis, Matthew Slater with a knee. So that's great. Yeah, I don't think you see Hightower this week. I don't think you see Hightower this week either. I think he's next week after that. So, and um, what about LaFell? LaFell was back at practice today too. Yeah. The window started on him coming off the pup now. So now they have 21 days to get him off pup. Um, so he'll be off in that window. I don't think you'll see him next week. But I don't either. I'm impressed with what we saw out of Keyshawn Martin. 
Yes. And, you yes. know, I mean, kind of a new guy to the club. I, I love the coaching tree and just spreading out the guys because then Bill O'Brien may have to cut a guy. He rings up old Billy Boy and says, That's hey, right. this guy can play. Yep. Boom, boom, boom. We get Keyshawn. You get a conditional draft pick. You know, let's make it. He made that nice play on that ball. I don't know if it was a duck or Brady got hit, but that floated on the line and he readjusted. Yes. That was good. It was. And uh, he made some other decent plays. You know, I was impressed with him. Yeah, I, I mean, but I do welcome uh, the idea of getting LaFell back. I mean, he's he quite was the great. presence. Yeah, he had like over 900 yards receiving last year and kind of started late with us and really kind of exploded on the scene. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's going to be great to have because right now it seems to be like uh, our, our go-to guys are, you know, 5'10 and smaller, you exactly. know, besides the behemoth, you right. know, obviously. Um, so I, I, I did kind of the symmetry of our offense, you know. It's like, okay, one gigantic 6'7 tight end <laughs> and another 6'7 tight end. Oh, one little dude that runs around and catches a shit ton of passes. Yeah. Oh, another dude that runs around and catches a shit ton of passes. I, I, I just dig it. Yeah. Know? Now we just got to get another LeGarrette Blount. Right. Just, you know, hit him with the wishbone. But uh, excited. So it was an early game this week, right? One Easton, I believe. That's right. For the Jets, you know. So it, it's going to be interesting to see. I think, obviously, if you protect the franchise, you have a chance to win. You know, because I think the defense is going to be there, and they're going to be able to, you know, Give Ryan Fitz some problems, you know? And, you know, I don't see the Jets, you know, scoring more than 17 points. So I got to think that the Pats can get more than that first of all to Jets D. I, I, I do. I, I mean, but I do think it's going to be close. And we're averaging 36. You're going to care to put out a... A score? Yeah. Ah, I, I, are you going to th- do that? Yeah, gonna, I, I think... I think okay. You don't want it. I don't know. I mean, it's just... You don't I'm want from it. the Belchickian school, and that would be going out. It was kind of like a test. You know, I'm the Bella Chicken School. Did I, did we I just respect fail? our opponents. Did I just fail? I mean, well, you didn't. I mean, I didn't give any. I didn't. You say didn't anything. give an answer, but it's because I kind of stopped you. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. maybe you know, I'm new to this, so you mm. know, I'm still still learning the program. Okay. Okay. So, I, you know, I'm like a rookie on the Patriots. You know, I was about to talk, and you know, they gave me the sign. <laughs> Shit. Just say cliches. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That, that's the sign I gave you. Well, you know, the Jets are a real good football team. Real good. football I mean, they just they're well coached. Game. They're good in all three facets. It's <laughs> going to be a tough game, hard fought battle. Yeah. They're really well coached over there, et cetera, et cetera. I can't wait till next week. Uh, yeah, Sunday can't come here fast enough. I love every time the Pats and Jets get together. Uh, it's just uh, just a fun time. Yes. You know, anything else you want to want to say before we sign off for the week for these fine people? Well, you know, I would like to. Uh Bring up one of the, you know, we're talking about impressive players mm-hmm. and, uh, who's impressed you this year. Yes. Well, humble, quietly, uh, Mr. Gostowski. Oof. I do love Mr. Gostowski, no doubt I about mean, that. there's a lot of kickers in the league. A lot of teams out there right now just floundering around trying to find a kicker. Yeah. Meanwhile, in New England. Boom. 33 yards, no problem. Boom. Still booting them. And this guy is cool as a cucumber, man. He came into, what, he replaced, what? Who do you replace? The legend. The legend. The legend. The best kicker of all time. Best kicker. Who's still doing it out still, there with the Colts yeah. this past weekend. I mean, when he left New England, we were all just like... What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And here comes this Gostowski right in. I mean, within first six games, you were like, you forgot about Vinatieri. Never forget about Vinatieri, first right, off. Right, right. But you, you, your worries were gone. Your concerns were gone. 
And this kid's been You're not going to forget about him. There's enough pictures in your man cave about Vinatieri. You know? You're never going to forget about no. him. You know, but I hear you. I mean, Howard Guskowski, and that just goes to what Belichick. You know, it's just another feather in his cap. He realizes how important that position is. He spends a fourth round draft pick of taking the kid out of Memphis. You know, Guskowski. Okay, now we're going to be locked up for the next 15 years of kicker. Lovely. Right. Other teams like try and get these guys such an important position and like try and get guys off the free agent heap, get these undrafted free agents come in and they think they're going to be, you know, incredible kickers. Another, it did, why he respects the, the specialist so much, another example of how he does, was the kid he took this year out of the Naval Academy, uh, Cardona, or yeah, Joe Cardona, the long snapper. People don't draft long snappers. And I th- they spent like a fourth or fifth rounder on him. It was like the highest ever a long snap has been drafted. And that's because he realizes the importance of the position, apparently more so than all the other coaches he's intimidating in the league. And, you know, and he spends it. And it's just well, I, it's just such an honor for us to cheer for this football team. <laughs> you know what? I, I have a qu- really question. Is. What, what is it? With, why does he like uh, a left foot punter? I don't have that answer for you. I think it's just because the spin comes off yeah. different. It's a than different what... spin that they're used to. Exactly. It's different because it's, just... it's counter counterclockwise off a of righty yeah. and clockwise. So you're you're thinking the thought is here yeah. maybe that the returners are so used to getting it off the right foot that now they're getting a different spin. It's just a slight just edge. A slight just edge. A, and it's all about slight edges. Slight and he, edge. That's where he. That's where. He succeeds on That's all. his money. That's it. That's his money. That's it. So we are so fortunate to cheer for this. Thank you for the Patriots being our team. Thank you for Tom Brady. Thank you for Bill Belichick. I'm, I'm not even religious, but I just like prayed that. Um, and, um, you know, we are fortunate. I think anybody that is, like, kind of a fan of the Patriots that's, like, 21 or 25 or younger – they have to go back and rewatch the ninety-one one and fifteen season, I think, before they watch another game. Or maybe they watch a one and fifteen U Mel and Lid Pats team, you know, before each game. You know, maybe they watch the week seven game of whatever happened in ninety-one or week seven. You know, right. I think. Uh, Do we have I, to? I think Reggie Dupod had a nice game. No, okay. I don't know. We don't. Yeah. But we but have I, to I, do, I do like. I, I could use a little Urban Fryer highlight clip. A little Urban Fryer. Urban's, Urban's in tough, tough know, going he, right now. He's, I know. I know. He's, he's arrested. The, I know. Bank fraud with his mother. What? I, oof. Yeah. His mom should know. About but he did. By the way, he used to do the Fryer. Uh, I mean, he used to do the Pee Wee Herman dance in the end zone. And you know who did it this week? Yes, I saw that. Who was that? Steve Smith. Steve Smith did it yes. this week. Ah. I, I enjoyed that. Ah. A little old school. Steve Smith not going to retire. By the way. No. Just, well, I mean, he said this was going to be a swan song, but he's still a monster. I mean, and he broke just, a rib. He's still out there. Yeah. He's a player. He's an animal. Yeah. He's an animal. He'd be great to see in a Patriots uniform at some point. We're going to have to sign off, Jay. Uh, anything you want to tell the fine folks before we get out of here? Uh, get through the week and get ready for Sunday. Absolutely. Only a couple of days left. You're almost there. Absolutely, guys. Hey, we'll be here every Wednesday at 9.05 p.m. Pacific time. So check us out. And uh, hit us up on the comments page on YouTube if there's uh, you can give us a hint on any songs you want us to lead in with the show or any discussions you want to throw out that we could talk about next yes. week. You know? Would love it. Whew. For Jason Chirella. Are we sponsored by FanDuel? No. I'm Mike Conley. We are not. Okay, good. Later, guys. Go Pats.
from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.